the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Communism is the next step after socialism. Both know they can change America by dismantling or neutering the Second Amendment. Without it, they know they can control Americans. That's why Armed American Radio is here. Join Mark Walters as he keeps you up to date on your right to own arms. Lock and load. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense Hour. Weekday mornings at 4 on AM 1070. The answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. <laughs> Plan for your prosperity, prepare for your retirement, safeguard your savings, and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Health Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. And every weekend we talk uh, here on 1070. The, uh, our show uh, is, is all about saving money and building up wealth. That's what the Max Health Savings Show is about. That's what we want to see you do. Uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively, save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And that's what we made, that's what we made the motto of the show to help people build build up wealth and to save. And you want to put away as much money as you can into your four hundred one k plan, your qualified plans, minimum of ten percent, uh, because this is going to get you where you want to be for the future for retirement. Then you, after that, you can spend as much money as you want, and and. But you'll be putting away. That's ten percent plus the company match. You've got to get a company match. You want to get to thirteen percent. The matches are anywhere from one to two, up to seven, eight percent in some cases. The good news is, is companies are now matching more in four hundred one k plans. They, 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 some of them cut out matching completely during the uh, pandemic. And uh, they're back up to, to it, and they're raising the amount. So, so people are getting the message. They're saving money. They're building up wealth. Now, got a lot to talk about here on the show this week. As always, I mean, it's really extraordinary. When we started the show, we, you know, 15 years ago, uh, it really, you know, you have to kind of look and try to come up with ideas what to talk about. And it's just every week, it's something else out there in the investment world and savings world. And it's just really extraordinary. We live in, 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 in remarkable times in, in many ways. I mean, it, Things are happening so quickly. Technology is changing so quickly. Uh, the, the, the politics are all over the place. The looking at the um, at, at the markets. The markets have huge moves. The volatility is extraordinary on the markets. 
And we've had numerous, numerous 500-point interday moves in this market, which is just a extraordinary uh, action of Russians can invade. They're not going to invade. You know, we're dealing with the, 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 you know, the Mexican border and, you know, immigrants flooding across that. Nothing to see here. Canada is really extraordinary. We've got some thoughts on that uh, as, as well. It, it's just uh, China. Uh, China somehow manages to escape everything. You know, everyone's the big villain, Russia, uh, you know, whoever. But, it, it, you know, the Chinese come over there, continue to steal our jobs and our technologies. And and yet here they are. And uh, so a, a lot to talk about on the show here today. Really, uh, uh, what, what I wanted to do is uh, – let me see something here. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's really what's go, we're dealing with the, the situation in Russia. The markets have been falling over the last couple, you know, since the beginning of the year. I mean, this market has been really in, in pretty much free fall. It's, it's really been pretty extraordinary if you look at it. Uh, it it's almost from the, from the beginning of the year. And the market is down over 8% right now. I haven't seen the latest numbers. Uh, year to date, which is extraordinary. This is one of the worst uh, starts uh, up until the 28th of January. I think we had the worst start since 1937 in the market. So the market thinks that something is up. Now, it, it, it's two things. It's is inflation is a problem. Interest rates are going up, and is it going to damage corporate earnings? And it's also Russia, and, and I think Russia really is, has been a bigger, it seems to have been a trigger in a way because we've been hearing about inflation. We've been hearing about problems with earnings. We've been hearing about rising interest rates, and, and the market didn't do anything. Matter of fact, it went up into year end. But it really seemed to be the change after the Olympics. I, I mean, not after, but after with the Russia situation. Now, so we, we tried to look at this. I, look, in many ways, I think this is very similar to the Cuban Missile Crisis, it, which was – I don't think people remember. But we were very young, really very, very, very young at the time. But uh, anyway, we were just talking to a client the other day, and, and her remark was, you know, dad got called back up into the military. You know, he'd retired. He got called back up, and we were sent to the family farm uh, when that happened. I mean it was a scary time. The Russians had put were either had put or were in the process of putting nuclear uh, missiles in uh, into Cuba. And, and, the, and Kennedy's like, look, we can't have nuclear mi- missiles sitting 90 miles off our border. It, 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 in many ways, the Ukraine situation is the same thing. The Ukrainian, the Russians think Ukraine was originally a part of their property, and it goes back to the 1600s. And and the mistake, the United States, you know. We're trying to get the Ukraine into NATO, and, and Putin's like, look, we're not going to have NATO sitting on our borders. And, and, and so it's a little more complicated than that, but it's kind of the same thing. The U.S. couldn't back down during the Cuban Missile We just couldn't have the missiles there. Now, in the end, we traded. You know, At the time, the Russians backed down, Khrushchev backed down, but people forget. It came out later on that we agreed to remove nuclear missiles from Turkey. And, and, and so – it's kind of the same thing. The Russians, I don't think, really can back down on an issue. This issue, uh, it, it's uh, Putin's not a good guy, 
But, you know, as, as longtime listeners of the Maxot Savings Show know, we believe the Chinese are the big, biggest threat to the United States of America. It, and, and, you know, and, and, and we believe, you know, the, the country should be run for the citizens of the United States of America, not for policy wonks or think tanks in Washington, D.C., to the best interests of our citizens. And so we view China as the one. They're stealing our technology. They're moving our factories overseas. They're, they're engaged in, in oppression around the world. They, they've, they've got millions of, of Uyghurs in the, in the camps over there, uh, it, and it's, it, they're, they're threatening to take over the whole South China Sea, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds and in some cases, 600 miles away from their coast. It, 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 and it just goes on and on and on with the Chinese. It's one thing after another. Now, the Russians, you know, the Russians are a problem, but they're not an existential threat to the United States of America or its citizens. And so I'm not sure why we're over there in this situation. Uh, the Europeans don't seem like they really want to put up a huge fight in this. It seems to be the Biden administration is just fixed on Russia, Russia, Russia. And we've listened to Russia's, uh, you know, we've listened to the Russia threat, Russia threat, Russia threat uh, for a while. And, and quite frankly, I, look, Every time you hear Russia, 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 it's to China's best interest because nobody's looking at China. Nobody's looking at their massive trade deficits or, again, near record levels with the United States. They, they made a trade deal with Donald Trump. They didn't live up to their trade deal. And, 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 but ever, instead, are we talking about China? No. We're, all we hear about is how wonderful the Olympics are. But, you know, that, that whole thing is fake. I mean, give me a break. Have you looked? Take a close look at those Olympics. Take a look at those mountains. All the trees are neatly planted in rows. They basically created a Potomkin village over there to, you know, to show people how wonderful it is in China. Well, you know, it's not. We should be paying attention to China. Instead, we're looking at Russia. It, it, and it's a distraction. Our president has the worst, some of the worst poll numbers ever to come in for a president of the United States. And now they're ginning up this issue with Russia, you know, it was it was Russia with Trump, and it all appears to be aligned. And one of the more dangerous things we're dealing with right now is, is we've heard Russia, Russia, Russia. The, the administration, people don't trust them. They don't trust that, that they're telling the truth, including the American people, quite frankly, because of all. And the same with the media. They have the, the media has remarkably low, 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 low numbers of trust. Remarkable. And CNN's lost. 80, 90 percent of their viewers. It, it, and, and the danger is now when we need the trust, now when it's important to come through, they have no trust left. It, and that's a dangerous situation. So we need to watch what's happening with Russia. This is a concern. It's not a big issue. The, the, the danger is something goes wrong. The danger is Russia rolls in there and, and they start using cyber attacks and someone in the United States government decides they're going to put up for, for the Ukraine and start using cyber attacks against them. And then those cyber attacks, Russia launches back on the United States. But keeping, keep in mind asymmetric warfare. You have different types of warfare. You've got, you've got hot kinetic war, which there's gun battles. You, you have uh, space war. You have cyber war. You have trade wars, and we're in a trade war with China that's been sort of swept under the rug. Uh, it, it, and the danger is the cyber stuff here in the United States, because one thing to remember is everything we do now is on the Internet. If that Internet goes down, you know, there's trouble. I mean, you're not going to be able to get money out of the bank. You're not going to be able to get gasoline in your car and no telling what else. And so we're dealing with enough shortages. So I think it's a very interesting 
times we're, we're living in, and the market is sensing this. This is why it's going down like it is. Uh, we talked to you about the overvaluation in, in, in the markets in here. We talked about the importance of our max import is, is higher levels of cash, uh, high, higher levels of, of, of safety. Uh, stay away from the overvalued sector. Inflation is going up. These are big trends uh, in, in the market. So, so we've got all this stuff coming at us, but, but just, just to go back to Russia real quick. So I, I do think something is going to get settled with Russia, but the danger is it sort of spins out of control a little bit. And that's uh, well, most likely we're going to get some type of settlement here because no one in the United States is, America, is interested in having their kids sent to war over, over the Ukraine. Nobody cares. Uh, it's not that they don't care, but this is, this is a, a, a Russian problem over there. Uh, we don't need to be there. Uh, you know, if you, if you have children in the military, nobody wants to sit over there. We've already seen what happens in Afghanistan. And, and you know, we, we have a military to protect the United States of America. I mean, we can't even protect our southern borders. And then we have to hear about the territorial integrity of, of Ukraine is insulting when we have no, no tech in territorial integrity on the southern border at all. And uh, so, so. Uh, this thing is going to play out over time. Uh, we want to keep it cautious. The market is very spooked by it, but underneath it is this big trend, which we talked about, and we need to protect yourself, is the inflation issues. Is, is This is a big trend. Inflation started going down in 19, you know, it really kind of peaked 1980 and has gone down for 20, for 40 years. We just got a PPI number of, uh, of 7, 7.5% for the last uh for the last 12 months, we we had a PPI number for January 1%. You go, Ted, that's 1%. No, that's 1% for the month. That's a 12% annualized PPI number. That's extraordinary. We have not even seen these these numbers. And then here at the Fed, the Fed is still talking about, well, they're expecting inflation to be down around 3%. And I'm like, what the hell are you people talking about at the Fed? They are they are clueless, and this is a huge danger to you. It's a huge danger to retirement. If you get seven and a half, seven and a half percent inflation for three years, uh, you're looking at a twenty-five percent drop in, in your in, in your uh, lifestyle. Twenty-five percent, unless you're getting raises, and if you're on a fixed income, it's in trouble. People are in trouble. People will run out of money, and yet the. It, and the, and the Fed is behind the curve on this issue, I and mean, this is a major issue out there that, that we're dealing with. It, it, by, by that, what I mean is the, the way you stop inflation is, is you've got to either control spending, which is very hard in, with the populace, uh, or you raise interest rates and try to slow down the economy. Try to, you know, if interest rates going up, they get shuts down real estate deals. Wall Street gets nervous; they start reducing debt. Leverage goes down, and it slows the economy down. Well. This week, I've had to listen to numerous stories and 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 and, 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 and things on TV about the Fed. Is the Fed going to be too tough? And you're like, wait a minute, is, is the Fed going to overreact? Is the Fed going to make a mistake? You know, it's like, wait a minute, the Fed hasn't even started yet, it, 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 raising interest rates. The, the, the inflation rate seven and a half percent. 
Fed funds and short-term rates are at zero. They haven't even started, and everyone is grousing about, you know, that they're going to do too much. They haven't done anything at all right now. And so this, this thing is not going away. It, it, it's going to continue. This is a big trend. We, we, we have government with massive deficits, some of the largest we've ever we, – we, we have World War II type of deficits the last two years. That's the last time we've seen World War II type of deficits. And here we are. You know they can't raise interest rates, and they're trying, and they're they're dithering, and while well, they're basically fiddling while Rome burns. Inflation is a problem; it's a threat to your retirement, and you're going to have to shift into the assets that are going to be more inflation protected, or you're not going to have a retirement. It, it, your retirement is going to be badly damaged. And this is why we talk so much about this in the show. Tell you what, let's take a quick break here in the Max Out Savings Show. We'll be right back. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you have any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. We're talking a little earlier about really all these big macro issues, Russia, China, uh, we just had a trade deficit with China of, of, of 859 million 
dollars last year, billion, excuse me, last year. This is this is a record of 27% from the year uh, before it. And again, this is a situation of China not living up to its trade deals while we're basically all staring and looking at Russia. China is carting the family silver out the back door. And it's just, it's incredible. But and so these issues keep record deficits, record trade deficits, record budget deficits, record government spending, record Federal Reserve money printing. All this is 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 negative. And so what are we seeing is is we're starting. So we're seeing inflation. Inflation is coming up. We just came seven and a half percent on the PPI over the last twelve months. These aren't annual, the annualized. These are annualized total numbers for the year. Uh, it's extraordinary. So the inflation is here. We we talk uh, in uh, Social Security is they've just increased the Social Security uh, uh, for this year up five point nine percent. People that have Social Security. Well, keep in mind anyone else out there that's working, if if they're working, they're going to go. Well, boss, I need a raise. We can't get a raise. Well, they go. Well, look, they're paying Social Security five point nine percent. So that's kind of the benchmark for everyone to get raises, which means again we're looking at wage. Push inflation, which is which is starting to happen. It's starting to spread through the system now, and so this this is continuing to accelerate. With the the, the Russia, you know, the big Russia thing has pushed crude prices over ninety dollars a barrel. And here's the interesting thing: any of us that drove in Houston last week and going to work, it was a nightmare. The traffic was extraordinary. You know what happened in the last two weeks? People are going, look, I'm done with the virus. That's it, and and. Uh, and so they're getting out. They're driving more. This increases the usage for fuel as well. So, so all of this stuff is continuing to add up to, to more inflationary times. And we talk about how, well, how can we avoid inflation? We talk. You want to keep your bonds short term. You don't want to have long term bonds because interest rates are going up. If, if if I have a short term bond or one or two years, and interest rates go up. I lose a little bit money, but say interest rates go up one percent. You know, next week on it, just for theory here, I lose two percent on the bond because it's two years of interest, two percent. If if I have have a a ten year bond and it goes up two percent, I, I can lose twenty percent. This is kind of a rough gauge, but, but you you use a lot more money when when interest rates go. People forget they they don't remember the times when when bonds went down, when interest rates went up, and bonds went down in price. And so you want to keep away from long-term bonds. A lot of indexes have longer-term bonds in them. It's the, the big fad of indexing is every, is 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 long is you know is the S and P 500. But people forget oftentimes they're in 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 indexes on the bond side, and those indexes tend to be out seven, eight, ten, twelve years or more. And, and so so that's a risk you want to keep shorter-term bonds. Or the, the the oil and gas sector. We've been talking about oil and gas for. Going on two years now, uh, a year and a half ago, we said, look, this is a historic opportunity in the oil and gas sector. We pointed out that I think at the time it was like, I want to say, two and a half percent of the S&P 500 weighting in 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 in, in and technology was over 25%. And, and so 
It's a historic low number, and it, all the big institutions were dumping oil and gas because Larry Fink at BlackRock had made the pronouncement that oil and gas was going to go away, and, and they at BlackRock were going to defund oil and gas. Well, Larry Fink and BlackRock has egg on their face. Uh, you know, they, 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 the oil companies basically were pressured not to not to grow grow production, instead just try to grow cash flow. No one wanted to invest in new wells in, in new fields because it was going away. Now consumers are paying ninety dollars a barrel. They're they're paying uh, three four dollars a barrel for uh, a gallon for gasoline because of Larry Fink, quite frankly. In in you know, but. But but those things are profiting from oil and gas is profiting now this inflation's taken off. The people that invested in oil and gas fields, you know, the oil keeps gas keeps coming out of the ground. Well, their costs go up a little bit, but the but the sunk costs are so to speak, the wells are drilled, the production platforms are in, the pipelines are in place and, and now they're fixed costs and, and, and so they when this inflation goes up, when oil goes up, it all goes to the bottom line. So precious metals, the same thing. We're hearing this this week uh, over the last Two weeks, uh, gold has started to break out. Uh, it, it's, it's moving higher. If you look at uh, at, at gold, uh, gold was up uh, about three point three percent this week. It was up much bigger last week, and uh, and the it, you're starting to see a move up in gold. Uh, silver was up two point seven percent for the week. And because why is that? Because inflation is here. People are looking. I, I'm getting zero on the money market, zero in my CDs. I can buy gold and get three percent in one week, and it, it, it's it's a more stable situation. Uh, so so this is it. We don't know what's going to happen with with uh, with the inflation. Uh, you know, uh, it, keep in mind, gold peaked in August with all the massive super money printing. August of twenty, at, at about. Was it about twenty twenty one? It was about twenty uh, uh, twenty ninety uh, an ounce, it, and, and so it's still about two hundred dollars underneath that. And, and since then, I, I don't think in August of that year anyone dreamt we would have seven and a half percent inflation the next year. Um, so you're going to see this gold move. Gold is starting to break up. Silver's lagging. Normally it goes up more. So. Why is that? And, and what we think is happening there is if you look at, at, at the Bitcoin, the Ethereum, they were down. Uh, the, the Ethereum was down about 8% this week. It, it, and, and there's a lot of people that are in, in the cryptos that are also in the precious metals, and they're having to sell out. In the, in the, if they're in the market, they're selling out uh, because the markets have been pulling back. So I think there's pressure on silver, but it just shows you the strength of, of, of gold. Uh, and it, it, it just the story for precious metals. If you look at it on a technical basis, it's starting to break out. If you look at it on a, there's a big called a cup and uh, a cup and handle. It's a massive trend. It looks like it's breaking out on the cup, which is a, is a big deal. Uh, the inflation is, confer- is, is nothing's better for gold than inflation, except the war. And here we are with with with, with the Russians. So all of these things are, are working this way. And, Another interesting thing ha- happened this week. It, it, the if you, if you look at at what happened in Canada, and, and I, which is really extraordinary with the trucker strike, it, it, and the trucker strikes are now deemed as some type of insurrection in Canada, like it was an insurrection in in Washington, which is the you know it, 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 it's it's the old Reichstag. Play, uh, 
Reichstag fire playbook that Adolf Hitler used, which was there was a fire at the Reichstag, and then and then he rounded up all his opponents because it was a takeover of the government and, and put him in jail. And, 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 and Trudeau's doing kind of the same thing. And and one of the things they did is is they they had the GoFundMe pages and some of these other people. Well, somebody hacked into them. Well, hackers aren't the type of people that are going to expose people helping out trucker protesters. It was obviously some government group tacked into the thing, exposed the names. They started firing some of the workers. And then Trudeau goes, well, look, if you're supporting the truckers or if, if you're in the trucker strike, we're going to freeze your bank account. It, 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 and interestingly enough, the night before, after he said that, the, the banking system went down in Canada. They froze the money transfers. It, and, and, and that's a frightening thing to people. What that telegraphs to people is, is uh-oh, I need to have more money away from the banks. I need to diversify into gold, crypto, or something else because I can't afford for you know someone to be mad because I protested or something, or I don't know what's going to happen. One of my kids says something, and, and my bank account gets frozen. And, and, and so this is another reason why gold is going up. They can't take you know they can take your gold away, but they you know it, it, it's actually much harder to do that than freezing electronic accounts of people. And so this is, again, making the case for gold. I mean, it was shocking to people around the world what Trudeau did. I mean, you know, I, I really almost think it, it's a drive. They're trying to see if, the, you know, the, 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 this Davos World Economic Forum group are trying to see what they can get away with, and they kind of sprung that up there. But, I mean, you know, these truckers, to, to treat people like that and freeze their accounts and and, 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 and go see who who gave them a hundred dollars to support the trucker strike you know in, in firing it, it, I mean it's it's like something out of Nazi Germany I mean what Trudeau is acting materially more like Adolf Hitler than anybody I have seen in in the, in the Western hemisphere you know in any type of democracy in the last 50 60 years I mean Trudeau is you know there's i mean the comparison is right there and then he was calling you know jewish legislatures saying they were supporting the nazis well look take a look in the mirror i mean it's really disturbing to see a politician go off the rails and just start attacking the populace like that i mean it should frighten every every american and certainly should frighten the canadians to see something like that happened. But again, this is another reason people are starting to buy gold. This is why they're in the cryptos. You know, crypto is much more volatile. So as we just talked about, it was down uh, 8% uh, on the Ethereum and some of the other ones. I mean, the volatility in there is just, it's quite a bit. Uh, and keep in mind, you still have to have the internet to mine the cryptos. Uh, and, and I think people are seeing the gold. In any major crisis, this is something to understand. And what, in, in a major crisis, in a major war, the internet is going to be become increasingly problematic, and, and and that is kind of the Achilles heel of some of the cryptos. Uh, and this is something that, that you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen. It's just something to look at. So, precious metals, we like that sector. Uh, what short-term bonds, short-term bond funds? Again, if rates go up, if we just we just made the example, if rates go up two percent tomorrow and the Fed gets super tough, not very remote chance of that happening, but your bond fund might go down, uh, you know, to two percent, two or three percent. But if you're long-term bond, you could look at twenty, twenty-five percent drop. And, and, and so, uh, in inflation, 
And as inflation expectations go up, even though the Fed might try to control the long end of the curve, which they, they have a very hard time doing, the inflation expectations are going to erode the market value of those bonds anyway. And, and, and as we talked about on the show, the, the, the inflation tends to run in two-and-a-half-year cycles. It cools down, and it starts up again. So and when the Fed, I want to emphasize, this inflation has started in – Probably August of August of uh, of 2020. It's we're a year and a half into this so far, and the Fed has not raised interest rates at all. I mean, think about that for a second. So, so again, we, you've got to prepare for that. Companies that companies that can raise prices that, that it's it's an inelastic price curve on it is good too. Those that's a tough one because a lot of a lot of companies. What we're seeing, listening to the earnings, a lot of the companies out there are going, hey, look. We don't have a problem. You know, we're raising prices. I'm hearing a lot of we're raising prices. No, nothing to see here. People are paying up. Well, they're paying up until they're not paying up. And and, and I think I, I think a lot of these companies are are uh, you know some of them are boosting margins because maybe they're, they're they've hedged their prices for the next year and they, and they can raise prices ahead of it. Uh, some of them are 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 making the, the you know they're doing all types of things to raise prices. Eventually, it's going to start squeezing the American people with oil with 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 uh, gasoline at three three something a gallon. That starts squeezing people elsewhere, and you're going to see them squeezing it. Uh, some some of the some of the the executives said, look, we can't expect us to keep raising prices. Uh, GE Big Story came out and said uh, at midday that said, look, we're getting a lot of they're getting a lot of questions on it, and, we, and, and, and they basically said, we are going to have to deal with, with inflation. We are having to deal with this, and it could affect our margins. And I think that's going to affect a lot of stocks. That was a story that really wasn't paid a lot of attention to because of all the Russia news on Friday. And, but it, And if you look at GE, it dropped quite a bit after that. But, but, but it goes back to this idea that, that somehow is inflation is good for corporate America because they can keep raising prices is, is, is just not true. I mean, uh, GE was down 5.8, almost 6% yesterday on this news. And, and a lot of other companies – here's the situation. GE comes out and says this. Said, Look, we're struggling with inflation. Our costs are going up. And margins are being squeezed. We're having trouble getting stuff. Kind of a warning. Well, okay, fine. Well, all the other guys that have been telling telling all their analysts that everything is fine, all the other companies, the analysts are going to call them back and go, well, yeah, Bob, hey, uh, what's going on over there? Oh, well, things are going well. Well, how is it that GE's having these problems and they're in so many of the same industries as you in many cases or other? Why are they having problems and you're not? It puts additional pressure on on these companies to start warning. And this is what we're going to – if you look at the inflation in the 70s, it was not um, the golden years for, for corporate earnings in any shape, form, or fashion. And, and, and again, I, there's this – Everything is wonderful on Wall Street mentality that everything is going to be fine, and it's just not going to be the case. You cannot raise prices 10% on everything out there and then have the person get a 3% wage increase. That means he's got 7% less he can spend. He's got to make cuts somewhere, and you're going to see these cuts start digging in on corporate America. So again, what you want is you want companies that can that, that prices are inelastic, and, and those are those are hard to find. An example of price in Alaska is if you've got to have an operation for something, 
you know, a heart, a broken leg, or or uh, anything else, you know, it, it tends to be somewhat price inelastic because you got to get the deal done. Whereas some of this other thing, uh, a, a can of soup or a or a car, for instance, you know, it, it's. It, I am surprised how many of my friends. I have one friend. I think I know has bought a car in the last six months. I mean, I, I, I am amazed how many of my friends are not buying cars. It, it, because they're like, look, we look at the price. This is ridiculous. We'll just keep using the car. A lot of these people are pretty well off. Uh, the, the price of the price of a, I think it was a Dodge minivan has gone up. Used minivan has gone up sixty five percent, which is people can't afford. The people typically buying a minivan have have kids. So so these things are going to start grading on the economy. They're going to start grading. And so again, the importance of protecting yourself, reducing your risk, and understanding the world we're in right now. So tell you what, uh, we're going to try to continue to expand upon this some more after this quick break. If you've got a question or comment, give us a call, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. And by the way, if you haven't had a chance, go to our website. We're going to send out our new newsletter. It's coming out here probably Monday. Uh, writing it now, talking about some of these issues. We send it out once a month. It's free Max Out Savings newsletter. We don't call you. We don't bother you. It's a private uh, list we use uh, that we build, and we've got thousands of people from all over the world on the report, and, and it's free. So if you want some help, go to our website. You can actually request an appointment with me. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. 
In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. If you've got any questions or comments, uh, give me a call, 713-339-1070. The, uh, this week, uh, uh, Charlie Munger had some comments, and Charlie Munger is uh, Warren Buffett's partner, very, very smart uh, picker, uh, stock picker. And uh, he's worked with them, I don't know, I, mean, I won't say 100 years, but it seems like it, it's close to that, actually. Uh, actually, he's 98 years old. And, uh, and uh, he said a couple interesting things. He, he, he made some comments about inflation. He said, you know, he said, if you look at inflation, inflation destroys democracies. It, you know, it, it brought down uh, it, it, some of the uh, in, in ancient Greece. It, it brought down the government too much spending. The same thing happened in, in the Roman times. Uh, and this is something we've talked about is, is inflation, what ha- it, it destroys working people's income. It destroys working people's wealth. And when that happens, they revolt. And, and you're not going to see a revolt in this country, but you're seeing a very, very angry populace. It, it, this brings down governments. It brought down Jimmy Carter. Uh, it, 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 you know, the French Revolution, uh, people couldn't eat. They were starving them. Let them eat cake, Marie Antoinette. It was actually bread. She actually said brioche bread. But uh, it, it was – this is what happens when you get inflation. It's an incredibly dangerous thing, and, and, and so – so I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how, how we do this. And again, it's remarkable that the Fed is so far behind the curve and not done anything given this issue. Be, and, and, be, and one of the reasons is, 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 is because there's a lot of pressure to continue spending. This is why they've sort of kept gold down to having trouble doing it anymore is because there's nothing to see here if gold's going up. There's no inflation. Well, inflation is now so obvious to everyone it doesn't do them any good to hold the gold down anymore anyway. It, 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 but, but, but this inflation is out there. It's continuing to accelerate, it, it, and they want to keep the rates low. So nothing to see here. We need another $30 billion for, for COVID spending. We need more spending here. It, the, the, they're going to have to rein in the spending on inflation, which, it, which is, again, it, so this thing is, is a big trend as we talk about. Other interesting thing he said is uh, – uh, is he, he said we have a bunch of new emperors? They're the people who vote the shares of uh, in index funds. Warren Buffett's partner said Wednesday. I think the world of Larry Fink, but I, I, but I but I'm not sure if I want to be him to be my emperor. And many CEOs privately agree. I mean, and this is this is one of the things with, with with the big with the with these uh, index funds is people like Larry Fink have realized they can get control of the proxies and, and get control of the boards and run these companies. And, and, and here, uh, Charlie Munger. Let me tell you, Charlie Munger is one of the people talk about Warren Buffett. To war, uh, Warren, Charlie Munger was every was Warren Buffett's partner in every bit equal. 
you know, uh, Warren Buffett was the front man. I won't say Charlie, he liked being behind the scenes, but he was equal. This guy is one of the smartest investors in the United States, and he's got the long-term, the, probably the best track record to prove it. And here he is saying, we have a bunch of emperors. They're the people who vote the shares of index funds. Uh, I think the world of Larry Fink, but I'm not sure I want him to be my emperor. And this is, and then, then Wall Street Journal says many CEOs agree. I mean, I think it's really time for Larry Fink to resign. And, and this is one of the big problems. Assets under management at Larry Fink's, and I see it here, it's not being interesting, uh, at Black have doubled to $10 trillion since 2016. $10 trillion. And, and, uh, and what they're doing is, is they have the voting rights on the shares. Uh, two years ago, this is the Wall Street Journal, uh, Mr. Fink wrote a letter to CEOs threatening to vote against corporate managers they didn't follow environmental, social, and governance ESG disclosures as prescribed by Sustainability Account Standards Board uh, that, uh, that Michael Bloomberg backed wants companies to report minutia on how much plastic they use uh, use to sales from uh, sugary beverages, everything from how much plastic to sugary beverage. So, again, these are very smart people are now starting to raise a hand up to Larry Fink and say, whoa, we're uncomfortable with what this is going on. And and we talked to Larry Larry Fink uh, about uh, climate activists, Engine number one held only two-tenths of a percent of the Exxon shares, but somehow managed uh, to oust three board members last summer. Uh, Many savvy investors were paying close attention to how the three top investors, Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street is a holding. They they hold a lot of the shares for many of the companies out there, many of the – of the uh, brokerages and things out there. Uh, the big three own roughly 20% of the outstanding shares. It, you know, and, and so again, this is an issue. Uh, this is an issue that is, that is, uh, there's a big thing. Larry, I mean, Charlie Munger, again, one of the top investors in the world is going, Hey, Larry Fink's a I know Larry Fink, he's a great guy, but I don't think I want him as my emperor. And I don't think any of us do. And it's time to control Larry Fink and BlackRock. And, and hopefully going forward, we're going to see some more of this type of stuff. Now then, a couple other things I wanted to touch base on. The, I think, you know, where do we go from here? We, the market is still selling off. Again, this is a bad market. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. 50% of the stock was uh, – what's the number wait? 40%, it's either 40, I think the number is 40, 45% of the stocks now are down 50% in the tech sector, which is just, I mean, that is a huge decline. I mean, there, there's just enormous numbers of stocks down substantially, and it's probably closer to 50% of them now. And, and, and it, it, these are, particularly the tech sector, it's been a complete unmitigated disaster. The, 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 the composites are still being held up by some of the big companies, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, uh, and uh, you know, and Apple. But if you sit and look, and the reason the big ones are holding up is, well, they're bigger, and people tend to think they're a little safer. But but the other is they're engaged in massive stock buyback programs to try to hold up these stocks. But 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 it, but again, as, as the market sells off, it's going to be more and more pressure 
to sell those to raise cash because it gets harder and harder to sell some of these tech stocks that are down 50, 60, 70, 80 percent, and there's an enormous number of them. You can only sell them down so far. So this has been, uh, it, it, again, it's very similar to 1999 in the tech sector. I mean, there's just no other way. This is a very bad market. It's been, it's, it, it's been kind of uh, camouflaged to some extent by these, by the Fang stocks. But they're coming under pressure now as well. It, 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 the, you know, the Kathy Wood Arc stocks have been unmitigated disaster in that sector. Uh, those ETFs are down huge as well. And so, but the people in the oil and gas sector, the people in the precious metal sector, the people in other sectors are doing pretty well. Those stocks are up, up or going up this year. And so, there's others. There's more stable demand companies, and uh, and those type of things. So. So this is this is what we but again these are big trends. One of the things we're talking about in the Max Up Savings Report is th these are big trends going forward. The the inflation was a, was a forty year decline. The uh, if you look at at the at the index fund, another big trend. Tech the tech sectors had had a ten year run because of the Federal Reserve is flooding the system with money. Then we had the pandemic and everybody wanted to wanted to sit there and. Uh, it worked from home, and they had to boost up their 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 technology systems in order to do it. Work from the cloud, big investment there. Well, what, what's the big investment now? It's not technology; it's warehouses. We need more warehouses. We we need more factories in the United States. We need to improve our supply chain. We need to, we've not been carrying inventory. We've been using just in time inventory with a with with a, a twenty four hour or you know three day. Inventory, and, and all of a sudden it's like, no, we need a week, two weeks. We need a month of inventory in stockpile for all critical parts. The critical parts which we deem could be interrupted. We want a one-month supply of those parts uh, out there. Well, you got to have a warehouse for that. You, you know, you might look. Our, our factories in China. If, if if China invades Taiwan, we could get cut off. We need to put a factory in Vietnam, Mexico, or the United States. We got to spend money for that. So it's a different world out there now. So a lot of these big trends, this is why you're seeing a lot of these tech sectors come down. And the other thing is, I was talking to a friend of mine about one of the tech stocks. And I'm like, look, it's expensive. And, and, and it just, he goes, yeah, but it's got such good products. I like the products. I went and looked at the company. The company was, was trading at, it was trading at like 80 times earnings. And then they came out and it fell another 20% this week. And, and, and the problem with a lot of these companies, yes, they're growing at 40, 50%, but they're trading at, at 60, 100, 150 times earnings. Well, what difference does it make? What if what if they have another technology sector? Look at look at Intel. Look at Hewlett Packard. Those companies, other people could have come in and supplanted them. Intel's gone to Nvidia. It, tech, it, tech is not like uh, the Campbell Soup franchise. It, it's going to be around for 100 years. You've got to constantly upgrade your cycle. And so, so yeah, if, if you're going to be profitable in 25, 26, that's going to be fantastic. But what if someone else comes in two years from now and beats you? And, and, and so the valuations have just been very extreme on all this stuff. And, 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 and so I, I do think that this is something we're – we're, we're going to have to, that we're dealing with now. And so even with some of these things falling in valuation, my friend, he's like, Ted, the stock was down. Uh, let me look at it here. I don't want to use any names here. Uh, I mean, the stock was down from like $350 down to uh, $150. Look, it's got to be a bargain. And, 
and now it's down to 112 this week. So, it, you know, it, it's, it was actually Roku. It, it was, but uh, so understand that the, the devaluations, people in this market, they want earnings and they want cash flow. And they want, you know, so who, who is making money? We don't want to hear about someone's going to turn profitable in 2025. You've got to, and so this is a big shift. This was a mania we saw last year in technology stocks. It was equivalent to, to the 1999 mania, and, and it's equivalent to 1929 as far as the tech sector in specific. And it drove valuations to historic levels. We talked about, I think, I think it was like six or five or six of the stocks of the of the fangs. We talked about on the show about two months ago, the first year. We said, look, maybe these things have a nine trillion dollar market capitalization on them, but the U.S. economy is about twenty one trillion dollar total GDP. So what we said is, where's the money going to come from when people start selling these stocks? I mean, there's not that much money in the world to keep them up. Going to happen. I tell you what, if anyone has any questions or comments, you can get in very quickly, 713-339-1070. The, so, so I think we're still dealing with that. I, I think we're going to work through this. I, I, I think, again, you want to keep looking to the future, inflation, inflation protection. You know, some of the, we are making a move to, to more uh, green, to electric. That, again, but that's just not putting Teslas in everybody's driveway because if they put the Teslas in the driveway, they still have to ha- have, a, have a junction box that can charge it. They still have to boost up the power lines because everyone in the subdivision got, got the same Tesla, and all of a sudden the power demand in, in, in went up 30%, and they have to upgrade everything. They have to upgrade the infrastructure. They have to put in the solar power. They have to put in the wind power. They have... So anyway, so understand what we're dealing with here. Uh, and so you want to be in the future. You want to be in the things that are the future, but it's long term, the picks and shovel of, 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 of the electrification. You want to be protected from inflation, all of those things. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. We'll be happy to help you out and, and uh, it, sit down with you with, with the meeting. And, and, and the other thing is, is also remember our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. I think that's more and more going to be an important thing. Again, shift your portfolio, shift your retirement to soar inflation protection. And it, 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 the age of indexing has come to an end. It's going to be more – you're going to have to be – the world is not going to continue to go up. Everything is going to go up. It's going to be much more targeted. You're going to have to be much more targeted. It's hard to be targeting if you're in the index of everything. And I think that's going to be the key going forward is to protect yourself from inflation. The world is changing, and that's what we try to bring you these, these thoughts on the show here. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend, and, and we'll see you next week right here on the Maxwell Savings Show. Until then, remember our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. <laughs>
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.